Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So same type of premise with like the inside bar type of thing is, is you're looking to how can you get a little bit of a better entry? Um, that will be the thing with the inside bar um, using it and instead of waiting for the close. How can I get a little bit of a better entry or how can I get a little bit of a better um, a better stop loss? And I'll tell you what, I forgot to load up my recording. Sorry about that. Well, the backup recording. Because whenever I don't do a backup recording, that's when uh, the main one crashes. But we've spoken about this before in, in trading. And I, one of, let, let, let's put it like this. So there are different ways to be successful in business in general, right? There is basically you can offer more products or you can increase the margin that you have on your current products, right? So let's say that you are a, I was like, you're, you're a restaurant, right? Cause I do nothing about restaurants. You're a restaurant and you start off as a hamburger place, right? Hamburger is your product, right? Imagine hamburgers being your main trading strategy. You guys with me already? Did you get thrown off by hamburgers and start drooling? I know you guys and you guys overseas, it's just about lunchtime. <laughs> Tony somewhere having a, a face-to-face conversation with a hamburger like oh, yeah. right Homer Simpson grumbles but so you're you're a restaurant right you sell hamburgers right that's your uh that is your product that is your main trading strategy right so you're you're doing good right your company your business is making money your trading strategy is producing money but of course like every greedy capitalist pig we want more right we, we want more how do I make more money so as a restaurant owner, what's a different way that what's one tactic you can take to make more money? All right, you're a hamburger store, a restaurant. Right? <laughs> Roberto says sell alcohol. Okay, well, yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, sell alcohol. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say like French fries. You know, offer fries, offer a side. But okay, alcohol works as well. You know, well, you know, you can't go wrong with that. Um, but offer another product, right? Offer hamburgers and fries, right? The fries would complement the hamburgers, right? You order, you order a hamburger. What else do you want? Hey, you order fries, right? It's a, you know, it's a, a another trading strategy that complements your current trading strategy, right? or sell hot dogs, right? Now you give people a different option. Now you're going from, hey, instead of just being a counter trend trader, which would be hamburgers, now I also offer a trend continuation um, 
trading strategy, which would be hot dogs, right? So you're diversifying what you're doing. It gives you more opportunities, right? Instead of just getting people into your restaurant that want to eat hamburgers, now you get people to, into your restaurant that want to eat hamburgers and hot dogs, right? You see how you see how this is all playing out, guys? Again, the food references was probably a bad idea because everyone's starving. But you're you're adding different opportunities to get customers in, right? You're adding different trading strategies to take advantages of different types in the market. So that's one way to do it. Another way is that you don't add anything else, right? You keep your hamburger product, your single product. And instead of worrying about adding other things, you ask yourself, how can I get the margin down, right? So how can I be more productive with the single strategy I have? And what do you think would be a tactic of doing that going to that the hamburger reference? If you're only selling hamburgers, but you want to make more money off of your hamburgers, what what are two things you can do? I'll give you one. You can you can raise the prices. Right. If you raise the price of your hamburger and you sell the same quantity, you will make more money. Right. Raising the prices would be equivalent to getting a bigger target projection, right? You raise how much you get on each trade, right? Your average win is increased, right? Your average sale is increased. Another one would be, yeah, de get cheaper suppliers, right? Whether that's buying in bulk, whether that's negotiating, say, hey, we're doing this and I got this other supplier that gave me a bid for this. And you know what? I'm thinking about going with them, right? Get your, get your, your products, your hamburgers, your hamburger, you know, your your buns, your hot, your ketchup, whatever else, relish, all the, the toppings, right? Get it for cheaper. So now you're still selling the same product. You're selling it at the same price, but it costs you less to acquire. Therefore, you're making more money. Trading is the same way, right? In example A, you can add more strategies. You can diversify. You can have a daily chore strategy on the daily chart. You can have a counter trend trading strategy for swing traders, right? Support and resistance trading. You could be a, a day trading, a, you know, a, a trend trader on the range bar charts for, you know, three hours a day on the range bar charts, right? You're hitting it, you're hitting on all different kinds of cylinders there. Or you can look at your strategy and of course you can do all of the above, right? You can add more strategies, add more options for food and decrease your margins at the same time. But you can take your one strategy that you're doing and if you want to make it more efficient, you can ask yourself, how can I become better at target taking? Or how can I become better at stop placement and both? And something that you want, you may want to look into, right? If you're if you're doing a situation like you can see in front of the chart and you're you're selling it um, at the lower, low, lower close, currently with your ATR stop above that level, right? That 30 pip ATR stop above the highs you're looking at a 61 pip stop loss. What if you go back to business? What if you go through the charts? What if you start noticing? And this is why it's so important to continuously take notes, right? I spoke to a trader the other day on Facebook um, and he was, uh, man, I wish I remembered the conversation. Uh, but the conversation was essentially about, hey, Akil, um, I get bored taking notes. I find it to be redundant. And I was like, or I think it was, I'm not sure if it was taking notes or tracking trades. One of the things I'm like, yeah, it, I mean, it should be. 
I mean, are, would you guys disagree? I, I don't think it's very exciting to log stuff every day. <laughs> I, I don't, nor, nor do I think it should be exciting. It, it's, I mean, it is kind of, I mean, it's paperwork. Who likes doing paperwork? Right? Who likes filling out forms every day? Most of you guys that work, you, you, you probably, there are probably some, there, there are probably so many checks and balances that you have to do for some aspect of your work that is monotonous and horrible. Where it's every day you've got to sign a paper, right? For for track and field, for coaching, guess what I have to do? I have to take temperatures every day. I've got to go in. I've got to put in practice hours. I got to record temperatures. I got to sign it by the end of the week, right? I don't like doing that. It's the dumbest thing ever. Ninety-eight point seven. Oh, today ninety-eight point six. Oh, okay. Right? It's stupid, but it's part of the process. You got you got to do it to keep track. Those checks and balances, right? Tr trading and taking notes is the same way, but. If you if you add the part of taking notes where you're consistently trying to improve your strategy, evolve, you're also doing a little bit of analysis. You're looking for tendencies in the market. You're looking for things that maybe could help. So maybe you're a three ball reversal trader. You're either taking all these trades, you're just eyeballing them, and you start noticing. You're like, hey man, like I notice in these three bar reversals, like once you get that third bar, right, price rarely comes back. You know, on the winning trades price rarely comes back above that third bar. Now, when the losing trades obviously does, but once it once price comes back above that third bar in the losing trades, right, it, it typically never comes back. So maybe you start putting two and two together. And you're like, okay, well, what if, what if, what, do I need a stop loss in ATR above the, the highs? If that's the case, what would you guys say? If the majority of the trades that break above that third bar end up continuing higher, and stopping you out. Is it safe to say that you can know you're wrong well before that stop loss? Now, again, I'm not saying this is the case. These are the questions that you would ask yourself. You'd have to go back and obviously look at it, right? But let's say you're someone that's consistently taking notes and you come to that conclusion. You're probably saying, man, I, if, well, I can lose for much cheaper, <laughs> right? And that's not a bad thing, right? I think, I think, and here's the difference. I think a lot of traders will look at it and be like, I, how do I avoid the loss, right? Which I think is common. I think as, as new traders, we, I mean, that's typically one of the things that we look for is how can I get more wins? How can I avoid, avoid more losses? I think once you've, once you've accepted the fact, this is going to sound bad, sound bad. Once you've accepted the fact that you are going to be a loser, right? <laughs> I'm a historically 55% trader, right? So I've accepted the fact that I am essentially going to lose half the trades that I take, right? I've accepted it. I'm okay with it. I tried to fight it. I lost that fight. And now it is what it is, right? That is me, right? Once you accept that fact, the question then shifts from how can I get more wins and get less losses, right? And it goes to, okay, well, how can I win more when I win or be more efficient with my win, my targets? How can I lose less when I lose? So if you take a situation where you have a 61 pip stop loss because it's, a, it's an ATR above the highs, right? And you notice from all of your tracking and testing and data collection that, hey, most of my losses or most of the time that price action breaks above the third bar, it never comes back. Well, maybe you start asking yourself the question, well, what if I put my stop loss 10 pips above that third bar. Well, now all of a sudden, I've got a stop loss that went from 61 pips to 26 pips. 
right? So I essentially cut my stop loss in half, right? Now think about all the losers you take throughout the year. Take, think about all the losses you take on whatever this strategy, this entry tech is, technique is throughout the year, right? Maybe you you eliminate a handful of them, right? Because some of them are going to be the ones where you get the weird candle that wicks above and then comes back down, right? So they're not all going to be, it's not all going to be beneficial. You are going to miss some winners. And this is why you actually have to track this stuff. But in general, if you can reduce the majority of your losses in half, is that not a major benefit to your trading? In a sense, that is you winning more. This is what I always say about addition by subtraction, right? Reducing your average loss is just as good as finding more wins, right? Because the truth is, you're, you're, and I hate to be a, a Debbie Downer, typically your strategy is what your strategy is. Like, I'm sorry, you're not going to be, unless you're making significant changes, you're not going to take a strategy that wins 50% of the time and all of a sudden turn it into an 80% strategy, unless you're sacrificing something on the back end, right? It just doesn't happen. It typically is what it is. It's like a, you know, a, a professional athlete, right? Someone usually is what they are, right? If you're a good three-point shooter, that's, you know, that's what you are. You could improve a little bit, but you're not all of a sudden going to be dunking on people. So you maximize what you can do. But that's a question that a lot of more experienced traders start to ask themselves. I like to say after they've given up on getting more wins, <laughs> after they've gotten to that fact where they get, they give up like, man, okay, I'm not going to get more wins. Uh, I'm not going to avoid more losers. Um, and, and then this is like the secondary. Okay, well, let's let's settle for this. And then they start realizing that this becomes a little bit more important. And that's that's you know that's been a big thing in my trade. That, that's you know it's been massive to me. Just becoming again, two things for me is becoming a little bit more efficient with target placement. Um, and, and that means like I used to overshoot targets um, where my targets would be a little bit lower than price actually. I, I'd be I'd be right on the directional prediction of the trade, but price actually wouldn't get to my target. So it'd be kind of a waste. You'd be happy that you predicted it right, but you never actually make any money. So getting a little bit. <clears throat> more effective, more efficient with target projection. And then reducing stop losses is big. And again, reducing stop loss could be from actually physically reducing your stop loss um, or it could be by getting, trying to get a slightly better entry. Both of those will achieve the same thing. They're going to give you a, a your, your average risk is going to be lower per trade. So that is something to, um, something to consider, not just in this example, but in every, every avenue of trading. All right, rant over, not rich as a... Uh...